the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey guys, it is me, and this is episode number four of the uh, Stuck at Home Show, and if I sound a little different, it's because I'm on the mini recorder and I'm walking around the house. There is a... There's nobody home right now. I'm... I'm going to go out to the garage. I'm going to go out to the garage dojo and see what's cooking out there. Um, it's important, you know, to change your surroundings as much as possible. I'm out in the, uh, I'm out in the front yard here. While we're, while we're walking around, why don't we head over to the, uh, to the library, the little library in front of the house and see, see what's going on there. There's the mailman. His name is Chris. Nobody's taken anything in a while. Looks like actually somebody put something in here. Somebody put a puzzle in here. A medieval puzzle of a knight. That's really great. I'm going to stick it in the front. Um, there's a family across the street over there taking a little little sabbatical. It's nice. And uh, it's nice and sunny out here today. It's supposed to rain a little bit later. It rained all day yesterday, which was, which was great. I am now entering into my sanctum sanctorum the dojo the garage dojo let me um turn the power on that's probably a good place to start i i like to um sorry I took a deep breath right there it's hard to it's hard to talk continuously like that i like to um i like to put on like a uh like a vhs tape or something when i'm out here just to uh just to have some noise. Let's see what I'm... You hear that? It's the woo. I have this old tape that I like a lot. Um, it's a bunch of videos I taped off, Yo! TV raps, and also off the uh, California Music Channel, which used to be a thing around here back in the day. They still, they still have an online presence, CMC. Google that. They play um, all kinds of videos. Sorry, guys. Had to take a pause right there. The mailman came up to the house. And I didn't want him to think I was a lunatic just in here talking to myself. Even though, you know what? I think that, like, with people having, like, earpieces and headphones and stuff, there's always, like, some jabroni walking around talking to themselves. Um, right now, I'm in the back of the dojo. I'm at the back where I store my, uh, my comics. This is... This is the sound of the comic collection. Right now I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight long boxes of like current stuff. This is stuff I'm reading now, things I'm adding to or whatever. But then I also have uh, one, two, three, four, five, eight additional short boxes that I consider the closed stacks. Like when something's done or I'm not reading it anymore, I'll take it out of the main collection and move it to the short stacks, the closed stacks. Rather, there's a lot of neat stuff in there. One of them is all war comics. This one here is old Suicide Squads and the Question. This one is Green Arrow Grell, the Mike Grell Green Arrow, and also Hellblazer. I don't know what's in that one. This one, this one says Powers. I used to read Powers. I loved it. I loved Powers. It was too bad that I got such a not great TV show. Remember that show, The Power Show, that was on um, the uh, the PlayStation Network? Is that what it was? Right next to the comics. Well, I have a wall. I have the interior wall of comics, which is like my, my Pride and Joy comics, and then inside the uh, 
the Garage Dojo, there are additional comics. Let's, uh, let's see what's on the wall, the wall here. There's, like, there's some fun stuff. This is, uh, A-Team number one, the Micronauts number one. This is Batman number 635. That's the first appearance of a Red Hood. Here's X-Force 11, the first appearance of Domino. This is, uh... X-Men 139. This is the first time Kitty Pride appeared in the uniform. This is uh, Captain Carrot number one, a fave of mine. I can't see what the number on this Action Comics is. It's the first appearance of the Human Target. Somehow I have three issues of that. I've picked them up at the flea markets over the years. I, I think they're great fun. Um, there's a Teen Titans Annual. That's the first appearance of the Vigilante. Here's Cheryl Blossom number one. It's not the first appearance of Cheryl Blossom. But it is like the first uh, solo issue of her book. What else is back here? New Mutants, number one. Not the first appearance of the New Mutants, but it's fun. Here's Amazing Spider-Man 16. That's the first appearance of uh, Photon. Better name, Captain Marvel. Monique Rambo. Here is a Justice League America. Way over there is an Adventure Comics. It's the first appearance of the uh, Black Orchid. These are just ones that I, that I have hanging in here that are kind of fun to look at. Give it a... Give it sort of like a comic store appeal. Here's my, uh, here's my small collection of Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues. This, this collection is complete, as far as I want. I wanted the, uh, the famous 1988 one with Elle McPherson on the cover, the 86 one with Elle McPherson, and I have. I have both of those, plus a couple more. I just grab those if I see them at the flea market. I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much, but I do like them. Those Edo G and the Bulldogs. And then here's some, um, this is the guided audio tour. This is like a bin of loose action figures that I'm going to take to the flea market. We were actually going to get a booth at the flea market next week, but I don't think, I don't think that'll happen. These are like, these are things I find at the dig and I grab because it feels bad to get them thrown away. But I don't necessarily want them, but I know somebody might. There's lots of, like, kids' figures. Just, just pull my hand in. I'll pick on random mouse. We'll see what it is. Okay, this is uh, one of those, what are they called? It's like Marvel Toys for Kids. This is the Eradicator. I do not know who this figure is here. Here's a pop vinyl of a, um, the kid from um, uh, Stranger Things. Here is a, a new school Fisher-Price Little People. Imagine next... Uh, little people. Lots of fun stuff in your trucks. Lots of cars. Lots of trucks. There are some neat vintage things in here. Here's a Roger Rabbit Koosh Ball. But mostly I would say this is just for like kids. Kids who want to come to the flea and get up on some, some cheapy toys. Um, but there is like there's some neat things in here. I have three bins like that. Here's a bin of VHS. Here's a blank of VHS. Bin of VHSs that I'm going to record over. Here's a Spider-Man phone, lunchboxes, records, public enemy poster, my world podcasting champion belt. It's it's cool in here. Here's my small collection of Ninja Turtles. I have like one, two. I have Bebop, Rocksteady, Casey Jones. These are all just things I picked up at the flea market. I'm not I'm not a turtle collector. I do I do like them though. Um, I think I'm gonna head back into the house. I might jump onto the the normal mic. I just wanted to. Someone's walking by the house now. I can see him out front. I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to look around in here a little bit. This is my Miss Pac-Man machine. This is something I do a lot on the Patreon-only show. 
you on the who um, you know you Patreons. Here's some some soda cans. Um, here's my my Halloween pumpkins, Pac-Man machine. We're gonna get this working. I'm gonna buy a kit to turn this into a um, 60 in one. Because right now, it's not working at all. And I found um, a Miss Pac-Man machine conversion kit. We're gonna use the original monitor, but we're gonna switch it out into a 60 in one. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. This is a nice cabinet though. It has the, um, the painted side. It's not like a label on the side. It's really, it's really nice. And I would like to get it bumping again. We were gonna get it just like re-bumping as a Miss Pac-Man machine, but we decided, why not you get a 60 in one? You know, we could have more fun with that. Let's let's take a quick look at the Icy Robots Hall of Fame. I have a series of autographed pictures I've collected over the years. They made a Hall of Fame. There's Joe Frazier, Red Sox pitcher, Bill the Spaceman Lee, local news weather person, um, Leslie Griffith from KTVU. Here's Rob Bruce from the comic book man. Danny McLean, 30-game winner, Danny McLean. Here's one of Hollywood Hulk Hogan that we got at a, a video store convention back in the day. And here's uh, Mickey Hatcher, utility player for the Dodgers back in the day. I have no idea why I have some of these, but I do. There's one of Tia Leone somewhere around here that was my brother's, and he left it at the house. Tia Leone and also Cindy Crawford. He left those here. At one point, like, he moved to Arizona, and he left a bunch of stuff at his, my parents' house when he moved. And for whatever reason, they gave it all to me. And it became like my responsibility. And amongst that stuff was the Cindy Crofter picture. Otherwise, it's all still, it's all still here in my garage somewhere. Okay, I'll see you guys on the other side. You're an intelligent man, seasoned professional. You don't need me to tell you, I am not a man who boasts. guys i am back in the house i was just recording for a full two minutes before i discovered the microphone wasn't plugged in i had to unplug it to plug in the uh the mini recorder and i never put it back so i am dumb i just uh i got a question on the tweets from our guy engineer nerd and he he says if you have any questions if there's anything you want me to answer hit me up on twitter at Icy Robots. I, I have a lot of time to fill without a lot going on. So I am more than happy to take uh, any and all any and all questions. But our guy, Engineer Nerd, that's at Engineer Nerd on the tweets, he, he asks, question for your show. Do you think the current situation will negatively affect Walking Dead viewership? That's... That's an interesting one. I, I wonder if um, you mean in the sense that today they announced that the uh, finale is going to be delayed or just like the overall scariness of the world right now. Will that affect The Walking Dead? I don't know. If anything, if you're referring to the scariness, I think that it will help Walking Dead viewership. People like to really like revel in this uh, this kind of thing. They can't stay away from the news. It seems like they can't stay away from stories about it. People, people it seems, like to, uh, they like to scare themselves. You know, they like to scare themselves with, like, horror movies. They like to scare themselves with, like, real life. Really just, like, dig deep into things that are terrifying. I, myself, I like to, uh, I try to stay clear of all that. If I learned anything during these two, um, fire 
catastrophes that we had here in Santa Rosa is that uh, time you spend looking up the news and trying to follow the latest, while in some ways useful for your safety, is in fact very harmful to your mind, man. I I think just uh, do your best to use your eyes and your ears when it comes to gathering news. But um, back to uh, back to what engineer nerd was talking about in the sense that the finale of the series show, rather, is going to be delayed. And will that affect people watching it? I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. I think that overall, honestly, I think all TV shows are going to be doing better than usual because there's not a lot going on in the world. You can't go out and have fun. You can't go out and run around. You can't go to the arcade. You can't do whatever. So you spend a lot more time watching TV. I I go through the movie listings every day on the cable now and just record random movies just in case I might need something to watch. This is something I did do from time to time, but more or less I would just kind of record my shows and then watch whatever movies are on. But I, I've been recording just whatever off like FX or like TBS. Like I, I recorded Passengers, that movie with Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Chris Pratt. I, I recorded and I watched that. I watched uh, two Hunger Games movies. I recorded and watched two Hunger Games movies. When I say watched, I mean I had them on while I, w- while I was doing other stuff. I did watch um, the part of the Mockingjay part one. I think that's I think that's pretty good. You know what I, I recorded and watched the other day was uh, Logan Lucky. I saw that when it first came out and I I thought it was okay, but this time around I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty fun. I'm, I'm a, a fan of Steven Soderbergh and I really like like the Oceans movies. I think those are just really great fun and I've watched Oceans 11 like 10,000 times and I was like, you know, I need something else. And then you have like you have, like, Logan Lucky, which is kind of like a redneck Ocean's Eleven. Not really, but kind of in the way that it's, like, that it's, like, a heist film. And I, I, I needed a, I just needed a switch up from the normal Ocean. So I watched that, and I, I actually liked it a lot more this time around than I did the first time. The first time, like, I did, I did think it was fun, but I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, I hope that that answered your question, my dude, my dude engineer nerd. It may have, it may not have, it may have... May have just been me talking about random other things that were uh, that were on my mind. Also, oh, got a comment from my dude, the Necrotic Doctor, on the tweets. This is a comment, not a question, but it's good. If you guys got any kind of comments, send them in, dude. I will, I will do my best. If they get in when I'm around the recording period, I will definitely talk about them. He says, "Ugh, I'm in the same boat with you with these Playmate Trek figures. I only have a handful, thankfully. They are cool to see and look at as a whole, but they really don't do anything." And I'm like, dude. I agree with you. I gave him a written response, um, but I... Hold on, I'm reaching for something. I apologize. I sent him a written response, but yeah, I agree with you, man. These Playmates are fun, and they're awesome in one way. They're awesome in the way of, like, the variety of figures that they have, but they're whack in the way that, um, they're just not really, like, great action figures. I'm going to open up another Playmate. This is the time of the uh, show where we do the opening of the, the figure, but this is... This is kind of different. This is kind of a change of pace off the norm. This is also something that I bought from that guy at the flea market, the um the Star Trek guy. That's what everybody calls him, the Star Trek guy. But it's it's a bit different. It is a Playmate. How big is this? Nine inches? Ten inches? I don't know the scale. It is a larger scale Picard figure. I got this from the Star Trek guy. He only wanted $3. I couldn't pass it up, especially with Picard on the air right now. I've been... I've been sitting on this for a while. I just, I didn't know where I was going to put it in the office. But, you know, with 
we're getting toward the series season finale of Picard. So there's only a little bit of time left. I could not get this out of the box. It's a very nice figure. It looks just like good old John Luke, but his lips are white. Let me, um, let me cut him out of here. He's really securely in here. Cut through this. Oh, two different kind of twist ties. How nice. This one, I don't know if this one will cut. Oh, cut through this one. I should be able, should be able to pull old John Luke out of here. He's a lot like Amigo, but he's like a couple inches taller. I... I would imagine it had something to do with the um, the 8-inch scale being owned by, I think, Diamond Select at the time. I do not know. Um, but uh, he's pretty cool. The The likeness of John Luke is very, very on point. But again, his lips are a very odd color. I I dig him. He, he flexes at the knee. He can't turn his waist. He flexes at the shoulder and the elbows and the wrist and his head turns. He comes with some very Playmate-like accessories. He has a pad, and he has a tricorder, and the famous Playmates uh, phaser with the beam coming out. And then there's like a little package of papers right here. Let's see what um, let's see what this is. It's a certificate of authenticity. This is the Command Edition Captain John Luke Picard action figure. This certifies a special collector's issue with authentically detailed fabric uniform. As seen on TV. Each one is numbered. Let's see what number we got. Just for the, uh... Just for the flips. We got 45,027. Very, very limited. I... I think he's dope. I have a few other of these. I have, um... I have Jedzia Dax. And I have Data. And then I also have Seven of Nine. They made two different Seven of Nines. One in a brown uniform and one in the silver. I have the silver. I got those from the uh, the guy, the guy at the flea market. He had the um, the seven of nine. It was expensive. I looked that one up online. It's like forty five bucks. He gave it to me for five bucks. He had three. I actually bought two. One I opened that I have with my Star Trek stuff, and then I have another one in a box on the uh, on the shelf over there. Eh, it's a cool figure. Good old John Luke. He says engage, engage. Engage. That'd be cool if he had like a little string that came out of his back and he said it. All right, I'll be back in a sec. Hey, Iceberg, they're out to get us, man. Yo, we gotta dust these boys off. My great adventure began on September 1st, 1659, just eight years after I left my father's house as a young man. My father wanted me to become a lawyer, but I had my heart set on going to sea. I was captured by pirates and held as a slave for two years before escaping to Brazil. But I yearned for the sea. The sea was quiet and the tide was low. It looks like I'm alone on an uninhabited island. I think that, uh, I think that's what we all feel like right now. We all feel like we're kind of on an uninhabited island. Maybe not alone. Maybe we're with our family, but we're without a lot of people that we normally see. And it's weird. It's odd. We're all on this uh, this state of lockdown, or hopefully you are on a state of lockdown because you don't want to you don't want to spread the bug. But um, I I want to talk about feelings for like a sec. What we all are kind of feeling right now. Um, I I dig it, man. There there's kind of like this this feeling in the back of your head. I think right now, like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're sitting you're sitting and you're waiting. And you're expecting something bad to happen. I am very familiar with this feeling. If you've been listening to the show for any, any period of time, you know, we've gone through two pretty major, pretty major fires here in Santa Rosa. And both times we were evacuated. And both times you're kind of just sitting. 
and you're kind of just waiting and you're feeling like any second, any second, everything could fall apart. Any second, everything can happen. I, I just want you to guys to know that having having gone through this like a, a few different times, that um, after a while you do kind of get used to it. After a while, your body will kind of equalize and you'll stop feeling that uh, that lingering pressure, that waiting. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Trust me. Your boy is surviving like these things all the time, and I'm I'm nobody special. I'm nobody exciting. I'm nobody tough. I'm nobody rough. I'm just I'm letting you guys know that eventually you will start to normal out. You will start to feel fine. You gotta you do kind of just gotta stay away from a lot of these things that we're hearing out there. You just kind of gotta stay away from a lot of the scary news and stuff and all these all these things. Every Everything is going to be fine. Trust me. Just believe it. Everything is going to be fine. It might take a little while, but things will be back to normal. Things will be good. We will make it through this. Just, just trust me. Just trust your boy. I have never steered you wrong. It's, uh, it's weird though. It's different because we all have this need to be productive. You want to be spending your time in the best way that you can. And right now what they need most from us is to just like not... Not really do much. Like, if you stayed home and you watched uh, Stargate SG-1 all day, you'd be doing your job. You'd be doing what you're supposed to do. You're not out there spreading the bug, but it feels weird. It feels weird to be doing that. That's why That's why I started this three times a week show. That's why I'm out there taking toy pictures all the time. That's why I, like, I cleaned out the garage the other day. Not the whole garage. I just organized a lot of my packing materials and I went through some of the... Some of the cabinets that have like various like paints and things like that in there. I did that. I've like resituated all my GI Joes. I'm just doing all kinds of things because there's like there's this need to feel productive, but you gotta you kind of gotta find a way to put that in the back of your head. Just kind of push it out of your head and consider this to be not necessarily like a vacation because it's a little little too scary ish to be a vacation. But consider it just kind of. Consider it like a pause in your life. Like you just paused. You just paused and you're waiting in place. But while you're paused, enjoy some of the things that are around you. Watch uh, some uh, TV. Watch some G.I. Joe cartoons. Watch some Stargate SG-1. It's on uh, Amazon Prime if you have that. You can totally watch some SG-1. I I have a real fondness for that show. I don't think it's like the greatest show of all time. I don't like adore it or anything. But when... When I was living a life, when I was out there and I was living and hanging and clanging and doing all the kind of things that you do when you're younger, I would I would get home on the weekends, you know, like 2, 3 in the morning, and that was when KTVU, our local uh, Channel 2, it's now a Fox, it's now a Fox affiliate, but at the time it was just like an independent uh, number 2 station, they would play SG-1 for like a few hours every night. When I came home, SG-1 was always on, then I would unwind after a hard night of uh, doing whatever it is I was doing, of just like hanging out, being a punk, I would come in and I, w- I would watch these uh, SG-1. So I have like a real a real fondness for it. And I, I do kind of like how the universe is spun off into like Stargate Atlantis and just like all these different silly Stargates. It's really, it's really interesting to see how this one movie, and it's a fun movie, it's a good movie, Stargate. It's not, it's not bad by any means, but um, it's interesting to see how this one thing that people kind of, I don't really think they think about. All too often. I mean, honestly, how often do you think about the movie Stargate? But it, it, it spun off just about as much stuff as, like, Star Wars or Star Trek. Putting star in your title is, like, a guaranteed success. 
I guess. You can probably think of a thousand things with star in it. Hold on. I'm reaching for something right now. I gotta take off my earphones. I think you could probably hear me. Um, hey, here's a question. Hold on, I'm coming back. Does anyone out there know how to do a live stream? Is this something that you guys know how to do? I think it'd be kind of fun to do like an audio live stream and like talk to you guys and answer some questions, maybe play some music. Kind of kind of like a radio broadcast is what I'm thinking would be fun. Just like every once in a while, pop up, do a little Icy Robots radio, mix some music, have a good time, answer some questions. If anybody... If anybody knows an easy way to do this, I don't really want, like, a video component. I don't want to have to, like, do, like, a, a PowerPoint display while I'm rocking the decks. But, um, if it's just audio, just me jibber-jabbing, just me playing records, I would be so down for that. I can think of no better way to spend the time. If you know an easy-peasy way to do that, reach out to me on Twitter, at robots. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter right now at all. I'm just, like... I'm just hanging out at the house, dude, so I I am free to uh to chitty chat. Um I I'm right now opening my comics. I just got my monthly comic order from Comic Zone Comics. It's C-O-M-I-X-Zone.com. They're they're a shop on the uh on the East Coast that I do my that I do my subscribing for. Let's see what we got in here. It's kinda slim this week. I've really I really pulled it back and I got rid of them, things that I don't really like. I got Young Justice, number 14. I like, I'm liking Young Justice right now. Um, it's really similar to The Exiles. I don't know if you remember that comic. It was like an X-Men spinoff where they traveled through the multiverse. It's sort of like that. The The Young Justice team is like going through different multiverses. Like in the last one, Superboy was stuck in the Mike Grell Warlord world and that was... That was fun. I do like that comic. I got uh, Superman number 21. He's fighting Mongol. I got Lois Lane. This is number 9 in the 12-issue uh, Maxi Maxi series. This Lois Lane series is really good. When this gets collected, I, I recommend that you guys check it out. Then I also got Action number 1020. That's crazy, right? I, I'm i a Bendis fan. I know a lot of you guys don't like Brian Michael Bendis, but I, I read like almost everything he comes out with. He... He's good, dude. And then I got Archie, number three. It's Archie and uh, Katie Keene. I remember talking to my dude Gino Vega. And Gino, I haven't seen you in a while on the online. We're getting a little worried about you. So reach out. Reach out to your boy, Icy Robots. Hit me up. Shoot me a uh, Facebook message. Do something. I need to know you're still out there. I need to know that you guys are still safe. I worry about the, uh, the sensational family. Since you move sensational manner, I don't see your house when I drive by. So I get, a, I get worried. But he dropped out of Archie recently. He's been reading Archie for a little while, but um, he felt like they did an abrupt stop of the Sabrina storyline and jumped right into Katie Keene. I think that's just because they wanted, like, they got that Katie Keene show that started on CW. I haven't watched any of that. I, I, I uh, TiVo'd the first episode, but I didn't watch it. I don't know why. It didn't, didn't appeal to me, but I really, I do like Riverdale. I... I don't know. I'm probably not never going to give up on Archie. There's like a certain consistency that I that I need in my life. And with, you know, with The Walking Dead having having stopped. We've talked about this like 10,000 times. With The Walking Dead having stopped, I need a new anchor book. And the anchor book might be Archie. I don't know. I've been at Archie for, uh, for a long time. It's hard to say. Hard to say. I, I also want to say this. Right now, a lot of, you know, well, all. 
Most of the local businesses are, are shut down. Comic stores are shut down. Record stores are shut down. If you guys subscribe to comics at your comic store, you gotta pick them up when this is all over. You cannot cancel on your comic shop. This will drive them into ruin. And I understand that, like, Diamond is gonna stop distribution of new books until this is all over. So they're... They're in a bad place right now. You gotta support your local comic book store. When this is all over, go there and buy every book you would have bought when they were closed. Please, I don't want to see any more shops closed down. If you have a local record store near you, when this is over, go there and buy records. Go buy records now. If you got a video store, same thing. Joe Video. I think I'm going to reach out to Joe Video and see if they could just put some money on my account for when they reopen. That would be equal to, like, the amount of money I would spend there. I I worry, man. We don't want this to be over. And then all of our favorite local businesses are just are just gone. So you got to support. They've been there for you. They've made you happy. So you got to support them when they need the support. Reach out. Reach out. Reach out to them now. If you have a shop that you love, I'm going to email Joe Video. It's Joe at Joe Video. I'm going to reach out. And I'm going to say, hey, Joe, anything I can do to help? I'm going to buy a last record store gift certificate when we get paid this week. We're going to buy one and they'll hold it at the shop and then when they open, it'll be there for you. It's nice. It's good. It's a good thing to do. If you care about your society, you care about your community at all, please do this. And I'm talking to you, Gino Vega. I'm talking to you, Joe the Patron. I'm talking to anybody around the Santa Rosa area. We got to do what we can to protect the businesses in Santa Rosa that are what makes Santa Rosa great. And the same goes for no matter where you are. If you're in Des Moines, if you're in Michigan, if you're in Texas, if you're anywhere upstate New York, anywhere you are, you got to protect the local businesses around you because they're what makes your area great. All right, dudes, this is me. I'm going to get up out of here. I think I've jibba-jabbed all that I can. I think I've preached to you guys far too long. But if you need somebody to talk to, if you're a bit anxious, you're a bit worried, just reach out. Reach out to me on the tweets at icrobots, facebook.com backslash icrobots, icrobots.com. They are all there for you, and I am there for you as well. So until we meet again, do the time, don't let the time do you. All right, that's it, let's roll. Hey, hey, let's be careful. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. This has been an IC Robots radio production.